Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's time for a little fantasy sports today. We got breaking news at the start of the show. A quarterback is out and maybe a running back too. Fantasy sports today starts now. Fantasy sports today. And welcome in. This is Fantasy Sports Today for this Thursday, September the 12th, 2019. As always, Craig Bish, Joe Pizzapia with you here on this Thursday. And Joe, what a way to begin the show today. Just when you thought we had a light day of news, getting ready for the fantasy football weekend, we have a bomb dropped on us about an hour ago. The New York Jets, Joe, are going to be without their starting quarterback on Monday Night Football. And it appears there is a chance they'll be out there starting running back, too. Yeah, unbelievable turn there for the Jets and uh, a tough start to the season because we kept talking about this as one of those games that, hey, somebody's going to leave 0-2 and we thought maybe the Jets have a puncher's chance. The defense played pretty well against Buffalo. Maybe Cleveland just still doesn't have the right uh, pieces all working the way they're supposed to. But now with this news, it looks like uh, Cleveland's probably going to get back on track. Yeah, so let's uh, let's dive into this a little bit more. Now, certainly in terms of Vegas, they took this game immediately off the board. Cleveland was minus two and a half in this game. And so let's uh, first talk about what we know for sure, Joe, which is Sam Darnold's going to miss the game with mono. Adam Gase had a press conference about an hour ago announcing that Trevor Simeon looks like he could be the starting quarterback there. And Joe, of course, they'll still need a backup quarterback for this game. And so Luke Falk, who uh, the Dolphins and Adam Gase drafted last year and then moved him over to the Jets this year. He'll probably be the backup here. So is it just simply put, let's start with quarterback here, a downgrade across the board with everyone, right, on the Jets? It has to be. I think it has to be. I mean, we've seen lots of backup quarterbacks come in and do good things, and but at the same time, yeah, I mean, it's got to it's gotta be a little daunting too, especially because you have a Cleveland team that's coming off a bad loss at home, a game they expected to win. So now I feel like that's the whole mentality as well. We know we, know we can't lose this game, so they're going to be prepared and race. You're not going to catch anybody sleeping. It's not like they came off a huge win and say, well, maybe that backup QB can do something. But no, I think it's a downgrade to all the offense. Plus, you throw in the fact that Quincy Noonwal, another piece they lost, he's out for the year too. So all of a sudden, this Jets season looks like it might be over before it starts going 0-2 and with some injuries and missing the quarterback for this week. All right, and then the other story that broke uh, you know, shortly after that Joe, is that Le'Veon Bell told reporters today that he's not practicing. He's getting an MRI today. And so there's a chance that the Jets would be without him going into Monday night as well. So you thought things were bad enough, Joe, with losing Sam Darnold. At this point, you have to plan on not having Le'Veon Bell there. Now, in one of my fantasy leagues, as soon as this happened, fortunately, I am in one league with a first come, first serve. 
I threw Darnold on injured reserve. Uh, I own Darnold and Bell. I uh, I have Bell. I'll hang on to him. I picked up uh, Ty Montgomery. I guess he's the backup to Le'Veon Bell. I never thought that I would need him, but fantasy owners need to act pretty quickly, don't they? Well, this is one of those spots, too, that probably waivers have already run in your league. So if you're desperate, let's say you're a Darius Geis owner. This is exactly what you wanted this week. You wanted somebody to pop up there for free that you might be able to run to the waiver wire and just pick up for nothing. And Montgomery's probably that guy, at least in the short term. And this is a bigger long term issue, too, because depending on what this MRI says here, we could be looking at a couple weeks here for Le'Veon Bell. Now, hopefully it'll be clean. We'll see what happens here. Uh, but look, this is this is not good. You can't lose your quarterback and your number one offensive player and a secondary receiver all within basically, what, 48 hours of each other. This is chaos here for Adam Gase. It's chaos for the Jets. And it's it's chaos for fantasy owners in the sense, too, is that, you know, maybe you thought, okay, well, the Jets can do all right. Trevor Simeon's not new to the league. Maybe he can go out there and be competitive because he's got Le'Veon Bell. Now he doesn't have Le'Veon Bell. Now you're going from uh, having uh, one of the best pieces of football to now going downgrading to Ty Montgomery. That's a big downgrade, a big change. And look, from fantasy owners, you're not replacing Le'Veon Bell's productivity. You're not replacing him. And this is this is horrible. This is, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. this is just bad news all the way around. Yeah. And, and and Ty Montgomery did show a little bit of upside, I suppose, in the past, Joe. And, and I know that he's moved around a little bit on a couple of different teams. But he is, I guess, the clear handcuff at this point because they decided to to part ways with Elijah McGuire, who potentially could have got an opportunity here. And so do you think that that Montgomery with this news becomes the number one waiver wire pickup, Joe? Is it a one week situation? But what if it's longer than that? I would suppose well, look- that Montgomery would have a chance to play. As we're recording this, it's one of those let's get it checked out situations. And sometimes the MRIs are just precautionary or sometimes they are because there's something really wrong going on there. So unfortunately, right now, we don't have enough uh, enough information to make that kind of a call. I'll say this. I think if you're a Le'Veon Bell owner, you should go pick up Ty Montgomery right away just in case. It's not going to solve your problem, but maybe it'll just get you by this week potentially. That's all. Ty Montgomery is not a fix for losing Le'Veon Bell for any extended period of time, and we don't know that quite yet. So I don't want to overreact, but I don't want to not react at all because if you let somebody else just pick up Montgomery and let's say the worst case scenario is Bell misses significant time, well then, guess what? All of a sudden, at least you have a guy that's at least going to get you volume until you figure out a better path or a trade or something else that can help. But uh, Adrian Peterson comes to mind, too, another guy who's going to be active this week after the Geis injury. So if he's still floating around there or maybe you can make a deal for him, I think you just want to be careful here because this is not good. Like I I had mono. Sam Darnold's going to be really sick for about a week or two. But my guess is he'll be back next week and be fine or at least good enough to play. It's not a fun thing. Let me tell you, the sickest I've ever been in my whole life was that not fun, not cool, no good. But the Le'Veon Bell thing, that's way more disturbing from a fantasy owner standpoint. Yeah, and, and not only that, I mean, this is the same thing every year. Running backs go down early and often, and most people spent a top 12 pick for sure on Le'Veon Bell. The other point to this, Joe, is and, and something that you could do, obviously, is secure yourself Montgomery for sure. But the dynamic of the Monday night game is also almost impossible to get around because in terms of the Browns, like, if, for example, if you were to roll the dice, and you were to say, I'll wait till Monday night to see if Bell plays. Well, you have to have at least another option to put in there. And the Browns have that kid Hilliard who scored their first touchdown last week. So that certainly would be a potential guy if the Browns decide to go with two running backs. But you better uh, probably be more prepared than you've ever been going into week two yeah. of the season with your first round pick. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's real tough. Rashad Higgins comes to mind, too, as another guy you might be able to pick up in that game and, and float in there. But I think you're going to have clarity well before that because it's a star player because it's Le'Veon Bell. So chances are 
over the weekend, you're going to have a lot more clarity as to whether or not he's going to be even remotely considered for this game. But MRI is not a good thing. I, I would lend, I would certainly err on the side of caution with this and protect yourself. That's what you got to do is protect yourself, protect your investment in Le'Veon Bell. Ty Montgomery is not Le'Veon Bell, but maybe just maybe you can get by for a week until you can figure it out. That's the best thing I could say. Yeah. And, and Joe, here we are again. It's a fantasy season with a first round pick in jeopardy of and, and hopefully not for a long time. It is kind of strange that we'd be waiting Joe till Thursday on this, by the way. Adam Schefter reported that an hour ago. Like, why not yesterday? Why not Monday? There was nothing happening after the game. Bizarre, right? Like, it is a little here. weird. It, it kind of just popped out of nowhere, which no pun intended. If it's a shoulder injury, but I mean, who knows? It could be a, a sprained AC joint. It could be something with you know ligament damage or something like that. We don't know. And we'll just wait and see. And it's funny because Le'Veon Bell hadn't played football for over a year and they didn't play him in the preseason and the first game. Now, here we are in week two and there's an injury and that's a concern. Yep. All right. So uh, we got plenty to uh, come here on this show as the fallout for the Jets continues clearly uh, to set you up with what we're going to be doing on today's program is John Lobb is going to join us as we'll have our college football preview for the week. That's coming up in about a half hour from now. We've got some fantasy football trust or bust. And also an interesting topic in terms of playing in a fantasy league where one of your owners seems to be somebody that you don't want in there and how you handle that and kind of how it can play out in fantasy when a player uh, or your owner uh, makes a mistake in a league and then the commissioner has to step in and try and figure out how to pick up the pieces here because we are still very early on in the fantasy season and one small change can end to really ruining your entire league. Uh, also, a little bit later in the show, Joe and I will check in on the Monday night football game. We'll take a look at some FanDuel props for some players in tonight's game as well. And then uh, after the show is over at 2 o'clock Eastern, of course, we'll turn it over to our friends Adam Ronis and Dr. Roto as they'll have more on the Jets too, I'm sure, with uh, full-time fantasy. So that is the latest in fantasy. Jets, no quarterback on Monday night, maybe no running back as well. We are off and running on a wild Thursday here on Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish and Joe Pizapia, and we'll be back with our show in just a couple of minutes. Our opening drive is next. Don't go away. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road, and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract they've helped thousands of people and they're a plus rated with a bbb so if you feel scammed get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now guaranteed call n-o-w 800-804-7060 that's 800-804-7060 What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. 
you need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizapia. Fantasy Sports Today presents First play from scrimmage The opening drive The first play of the game From the opening play And all the way for a touchdown It is the opening drive on Fantasy Sports Today We've got a football game coming up in about Six hours from now with Tampa Bay and Carolina Looks like Panthers have creeped up to a seven-point favorite. Joe and I will break that down. We'll also have some player props that are posted over at FanDuel. And Joe and I will go through some of those, some over-unders, based on how we think the game may go. But let's get things started. Uh, First down tonight, uh, huge game, I think, Joe, uh, for Jameis Winston. And and look, uh, you never want to make too much of week one. You never want to overstate things. And I also know that there is no Fitzmagic coming in if Winston struggles tonight. But, Joe, what happens in your mind if it's another stinker tonight for Jameis Winston? It's bad. It's And it's not set up in a good way either. On the road, short week. I mean, you're you're basically looking at the football god and saying, why? Why are you doing this to me? If you're a Winston owner, and I know a ton of them. I mean, we had Ronis on yesterday talking about it. That Winston's one of these guys he's heavily invested in is uh, even in single quarterback leagues, but in two quarterback leagues as well. And it's tough. Now, we all know Thursday night wacky things happen. So it should not surprise anybody if he goes there and drops 303 touchdowns. Like it's it's not going to be a shocker at all. But I think there's definitely a level of concern. Now, my problem is what are your better options out there? We went over a couple of them, I think, uh, on the Black Book show uh, that came out this morning on the podcast and was like, well, you're going to start Mariota over him. You're going to start Minshew over him. It's, it's kind of tough. I mean, th- those are kind of the names that were out there. Case Keenum. I don't think I would start Keenum. I can understand maybe the thought process on Mariota because the, the point total was pretty good last time for them. Maybe you take a shot with them at home, but it's tough. It's tough. And Carolina, look, Carolina's a good team. Carolina, I think is still a team that's uh, searching and looking up in that division to a certain extent. And, this is a big game for them. This is a very important game that they go out there in division game and win this football game today. So uh, it's definitely going to have all of our attention. But if you're a Winston owner, I don't think you could feel real good. You just got to hope for the best at this point, Craig, because I don't know what else to say. I don't want the Blaine Gabbert era where, like you were saying, maybe they make a trade for Nick Mullins. But I don't know, man. Yeah, who knows? It's dark. It's dark times. Yeah. And and, and look, uh, it, it's only going to be two games. The one thing that is in Winston's favor is the fact that there is no clear a good backup, but would it shock me in two weeks to hear Ryan Griffin is starting for Tampa? Yeah, and it would not. I mean, it's this is kind of what Winston is up against for sure. All right, second down. Uh, luckily today, I've determined um, less than two minutes of Antonio Brown talk on the show. But uh, I can't we'll believe do, there's any today. I'm we'll shocked do, we'll, that you. We'll put do it on here. second down. We got to do it a little bit, okay? Because we, you know, not a lot of clarity from yesterday to today. So the news is that Antonio Brown, and I would put some heavy quotes here, could play 
on Sunday. And I guess, Joe, it's it's a pretty clear-cut answer here. If he's active and he's in the lineup Sunday, you have him, but make sure you got some options, right? Anything else to add on this? No. And I, I, see, I see it very difficult for the NFL to step in and put him on the exempt list when this accusation, the more and more you start to hear about it, the more surrounding it, the fact that there's no criminal charge here, no police report, nothing else, just a civil case. And civil cases are about one thing. They're about money. It just... I don't know. I think it's what's at a very dangerous precedent. I think right now, if you had to ask me, it's 60-40 he plays, to tell you the truth. I think that's like a better than a coin flip now. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like it. I'm not I'm not willing to go down that road as far as, um, you know, things that ha- obviously it is. A, it is about collecting money when it is a civil case. Well, that's, a civil suit, that's what it is. That's not it's you know, he's not a criminal suit. It, and there's it no is, police. But there's going to be a lot of money that's going to. And the weirdest money. part, I don't know if you heard this. She said she couldn't come in to talk to the NFL next week because she was getting married next week. Right. Now, I worked in the wedding industry for two years. I've worked a lot of brides who were awesome. And a lot of brides who were out of their mind and crazy. This would be the craziest thing that I've ever seen a bride do a week before her wedding. I can tell you that. It could very well be, but I'm not going down the road of not. No, nope, that's fair. Of, of that's not fair. understanding what really happened here. And so for me, I'm just looking at it from a fantasy perspective. And it's very simple. If Brown is active, you play him. And if he's not, you don't. But have other options for sure this week. Yes. Do not go into a situation with no other wide receiver if you have to play three wide receivers or even a flex. All right, uh, third down, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, loves the fans, loves everything going on at Lambeau, but has put his foot down and said, please do not do the wave when we have the ball. Why is the wave still even a thing these days, Joe? It was fun you know, 20 years ago, but it's still happening. I, I see it sometimes at baseball games, too. I remember doing the wave as a kid in the late 80s at Chase yeah. Stadium and it was like, yay, the wave! And it was kind of like a thing and, you know, there was always that one drunk guy at the top of the one part of the stadium counting it off. Um, but shouldn't the fans who pay a, a buttload of money do whatever the hell they want whenever the hell they want in those seats? Like, what is that distracting to Aaron Rodgers if you're doing the wave? Like, what what's his deal there? I don't understand. What's the problem? I guess he just doesn't want anything happening on offense. He wants complete quiet. Oh, my God. Shut up. This is why I hate Aaron Rodgers and his stupid mustache and his stupid face. I do. I, you know what? This is this is the reason. People say, why don't you like Aaron Rodgers? I respect Aaron Rodgers. He's a terrific quarterback. But he has got to be one of the lamest personalities in the history of personalities. I just can't stand him. And when he says things like this, it pisses me right off, man. You shut up. And why don't you? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You know what I would tell Aaron Rodgers if I was the Packers fans? Aaron, here's what I want you to do. Last year, you won one game on the road. You win four games on the road this year. We'll stop doing the wave next year. Okay, there you go. We're we're, we're square. Yeah, it's interesting because I've been to Lambeau many times and uh, don't ever even remember seeing the wave there. I was going to say, does it happen much at NFL games? It must. Listen, if he's saying it must, if he's saying it must, it's got to be. He's not going to make this stuff up. I don't think he will. All right. But, uh, okay, so we'll respect Aaron Rodgers this week. I think they're going to have a tough time anyway against Minnesota. All right, uh, fourth down. All of what, What's going on with these pat? Everybody's trying to get their name patented. The Ohio State University and uh, Tom Brady, terrific Tom. He was trying to get patented. That was Tom Seaver's name. I don't know what he was trying to do. Now here's another name that's being denied. LeBron James says that, uh, or at least there's a report. Excuse me. He didn't say. A report says. That LeBron James, Joe, was denied his Taco Tuesday trademark, which, of course, he should. Joe, I mean, come on. Everybody has heard about Taco Tuesday before LeBron. I mean, what are people trying to do? I don't get it. Where are we right now as a nation? I ask you. I ask you, people. Where are we as a nation where LeBron James already has more money than he could ever spend is worried about a trademark so he can go out there and make some more money on something as ridiculous as Taco Taco Tuesday. Tuesday? And you know what? 
I'll take I'll take it a step further. Tacos are good every day. Every single day, I want a taco. I love Mexican food. I love tacos. I want Taco Monday. I want Taco Wednesday. I don't care what it is. It's always the right time for tacos. I agree. LeBron James, enough. And you know, the, and then Ric Flair was trying to uh, was trying to trademark the man, and he was fighting because with Becky Lynch, you know, she's taking on this moniker. I know this is wrestling reference, so you might not get this, but she's taking on the moniker of the man, even though she's a woman. It's kind of like her deal, and mm-hmm. she's got the man T-shirts and all this stuff, and it was a huge thing. And it popped right away when she said it. And the next day, everybody was out there chanting the man and all this stuff. And they had the T-shirts going and everything was crazy. And now Ric Flair was all pissed about it. And now it's it's just crazy. He's trying to trademark stuff. And now WWE's mad at him about doing that because, you know, like they've been they've been propping up Ric Flair financially for the last 20 years as he's gotten older in every sense of the word. And now he's trying to stick it to them or he's mad because they're using this whole man thing this gimmick i mean come on guys what are, where are we yeah i, 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 like I don't tacos. i don't What's know i don't taco, get it craig um my favorite taco yeah are you like a are you like a, a beef taco your chicken taco you a oh i got gotcha. that taco um, like what's, what's yeah, your taco I would, probably, I would probably go like a, a ground beef taco uh, that would, you're, that would, you're a standard taco man i That's think it. so i think so yeah. like you know many years ago before I got old and now I can't handle it. Is I would go to Taco Bell probably once a month or twice a month. Now it's like no, that's twice not tacos. A year. That's not tacos. Yeah, Come I can't on, even. Man. I can't even eat it, man. I can't. I, I can't do it. But my Wait, wife, my wife will do a taco night. You know, once you know, once or twice uh, a month, probably something like that. We you get a fish the, taco we get, guy. You like the fish tacos? I've had, like the I've fish had tacos them. Too. I'm okay with them. I'll order that every once in a while too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lenny yeah. Melnick like, always he, Lenny Melnick thinks anything in a wrap is called a taco. I tried to explain him. It's no, it's called a wrap. <laughs> he, he, he thought it was called taco. I just right. had to, you know, knowing both of you, that conversation just went in my head, and that, now that's it was it was a weird conversation. Yeah, definitely so. All right, here's what here's what we're gonna do. We got a dilemma in a fantasy league coming up next. Joe is gonna dive into this one in one of his leagues. He's got some interesting uh, commissioner access or commissioner peril to talk well, about. Well, it's on here. my league. It's a it's a one oh, of my okay. readers leagues. So okay. this well, is a readers is, league. Uh, so we'll do that yeah. next. Joe's gotta make a decision on that. Also the latest on Darius guys for the Washington Redskins, who uh, you may want to have some other plans for. We'll give you the latest update on him as well. You're listening to Fantasy Sports today. Craig Mish and Joe Pizapia don't go away. We'll be right back. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com for free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Week two in the NFL is just a few hours away, and you could become the eighth person to win a million dollars in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineup using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. Registered users are winning thousands of dollars each and every week playing Daily Fantasy using the service, and you can too. If you're playing DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now. The NFL Annual Pass for a faster optimizer, smarter projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Craig and Joe back with you here on Fantasy Sports Today. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show as if you listen to your favorite podcast each and every day. We'll get that thing sent right over to you, especially if you have iTunes or Google Play Android. Every day, what happens with me is we end up hosting the show. I subscribe to it, of course, on iTunes because it is our show. It gets sent to me. I go back and listen to it and say, Sean Guastamaki, our producer, did a great job. Joe, yeah, sorry, you know, sometimes. Uh, and he that's kind of how he was there, too. He was there, he, too. He was there, too. Uh-huh. That, that, yeah. that, uh, that's how it worked. And, and by the way, please give us five stars. Mention Joe Pizapia's name in the rating, please. Five stars on our show. For those of you who are rating this as a podcast, we really would appreciate it. And it keeps us on the air and doing what we love to do. Yeah, so remind everybody you started listening when I came back on. That's yeah, that's what it is. There it is. Yeah. Tell you, I did there not you listen to any of any of the baseball talk until we started doing football. Um, <laughs> OK, uh, before we get to um, this story uh, with one of your readers, excuse me, or listeners, it is one of my team it? black book folks. Yeah. OK, mm-hmm. black book listener, uh, black book listener and reader. Oh, uh, yeah. let's let, let, let's hit real quick. It looks like uh, Darius Geis, Joe, is going to have to have surgery. And I know that we updated this a day or two ago, you know, uh, I mean, I don't know if we were doom and gloom, but I pretty much I mean, I, I think at this point, Joe, if you don't have an IR spot, 
you, you and you have a short bench, I think you probably have to make the decision to cut him, which has got to be very painful. This will be the highest draft pick that was taken on the eve of the draft, I would say. Like if you drafted 48 hours before the season, uh, Geis will be the first chip to fall, I think, in fantasy this year. Tyree Kill, you can't cut. Hunter Henry, at least for the time being, looks like maybe a month. You probably can't cut him unless you landed no, Hawkinson no, no, no. or yeah, I don't no, you no, can't no, cut no. him. Okay, so I can't make anything up for him. No, um, no, but you guys, guys, yeah, yeah. you have to. It's it, well, look, you, you don't have to. I mean, if you're in a deep, you, you know, this is where roster construction becomes so important. This is why running backs you can't have enough of them. Which is why yesterday I made that comment about the people in the league who take Greg Zerline ahead of an extra running back when they can is just it's stupid. This is why you do that, because you never know when an injury is going to strike. And if you have a guy like Geis on your roster, you have to imagine it's a possibility that's higher than if you have other certain guys on your roster. And, and it's sad. I'm, I'm frustrated because I think this kid has a ton of talent. You talked about him yesterday at length, you know, and, and it's talent is great. But now you got to see it on the field. And the irony was that he was the guy who was healthier over Fournette in college. Yeah, <laughs> you know? for sure. and, yeah. and now look. Uh, so I don't know. It's it's just tough, man. It's sad. Yeah, if they put him on the IR with designation, then it's uh, at least, I think, six to eight weeks or up yeah. to ten. And so if that ends up happening later today, by the way, I, I will be clear. I mean, he's seeing Dr. James Andrews. I will be clear on this one. If he has surgery, I'm cutting him in fantasy. And that's sad to say, but uh, the, the S word means the season a lot of times in this. And why would the Redskins, by the way, Joe, bring him back for anything except for like a week 16, week 17. Let's just get you back on the field and feeling good for next year, especially with the state that they're in. So unfortunately, maybe the first big player in the first 10 rounds of a fantasy draft to uh, potentially miss the season in Geis. All right, Joe. So I know that over in the uh, fantasy black book, certainly people are listening to you and, and following all uh, following along all season long. And, um, and you had an interesting story that somebody brought to you this week that I'd love to dive into. I did. You know, it's it's a little bit different, the black book, because there's not just the player profiles. It's not just relative position value. It's all that stuff. But then I always do a chapter about trade etiquette, you know, how to be successful with trades. It's not about me raking the other owner over the coals to get everything I want, nothing the other person wants and how to establish trade partners. But there's also a piece I do every year called being the commish, which I think is a thankless job that doesn't get enough attention and enough respect. And some people do it very well. Some people are awful at it. You know, like that commish that like does the, you know, after the draft looks at his roster and then changes the point totals for things, you know, that kind of a commissioner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's awful things. And there's, it's not enough of a discussion. It's not enough about teaching people how to proceed. And this is a spot. This is from uh, my boy on Twitter, Chorizo. And uh, this is somebody who actually plays in some of the black book listener leagues. And he started off with this, Joe, I promise I'll never ask you for a lineup trade advice all year. I just want your thoughts on this, please. And he goes into this thing where basically Saturday, September 7th, there are two owners, right? Uh, Team A offered Antonio Brown uh, over to Team B. And for at that point in time, the healthy Tyreek Hill, right? So at this point in time, so we're talking about here's, uh, Antonio Brown for Tyreek Hill. I just want out of the Antonio Brown business. If you think he's better, blah, blah, blah. But I believe it's an ESPN format. So you always have that, that, you know, it's a, it's good for 48 hours or whatever it is. You know, those are like trade adjustments. This trade will expire on this date, which you can adjust. And everybody knows okay. if you play on those sites, you can adjust those. And most sites yeah. don't even have the expiration. They just leave a trade out there. So in all fairness, that's actually a good fall safe for these, a fail safe, excuse me, for these things not having a problem. So basically right. long and short of it is this, as soon as Tyree kill gets hurt, 
this trade was still floating out there. Uh, the Tyreek yeah. Hill owner goes and sees it and goes, eh, screw it. I'm just going to accept this. Wait trade. a second. Huh? Wait a second. Wait a second here. Mm-hmm. There should never, ever be an option. Wait, you know what? I, I hate to jump the gun here on you, okay. but but there should never be an option to have any trade floating during a game. That's insane. You but that's how you know what? But that's how the but every system set up like that. That's up to the owner, the individual owner. And this is what I think the point we're getting to. So anyway, so the Antonio Brown owner sends the trade. The Tyree Kill owner sees it and goes, uh, well, you know what? I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to accept it now because I'm going to have Tyree Kill for four to six weeks. I might have Antonio Brown next week. Right. The owner, I guess, doesn't realize, forgets or whatever it is when the injury news comes down and the trade gets accepted. And now mm. that guy's freaking out. Right. He's like, what do you mean? Like, you know, the Antonio Brown guy's like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, I, I didn't realize it was still out there. And he's like, what do I do? Because that guy's screaming, yelling about it. The other guy's saying, well, you offered me the trade. If you didn't withdraw the trade, how am I supposed to know you don't want to do the trade? And I said very simply this. This was my ruling. I said, every owner is responsible for their own team. If you have the amount of time to offer said trade to somebody, then you need to monitor said trade. If there's an injury involving that trade, you better go and withdraw that or at least reach out to the commissioner, reach out to the owner, say, hey, I don't have time to do this, but, you know, this is out there. I just want you to please don't put this through. I can't get to, you know, I am at my kids recital, whatever kind of nonsense you're at, right? There's always a way to do it. It was a bad, you know, kind of a, you know, a dick move, so to speak. But at the same time, there's nothing you could do to stop that. Not in, in, as far as I'm concerned, I told the guy, no, you have to be responsible for your own stuff. And I just want to know if you agree with this. There's a part two coming. So part one, okay. do you agree with my advice, which is no, everyone's responsible for their own things. If you don't have enough responsibility to monitor the trades you send out, then that's on you. It's not on the commissioner to reverse it. Uh, it is not. But I, as the commissioner, I would have went to the person who accepted the deal and said, hey, look, like this really he made a mistake. And you really shouldn't make him own that. Like it was an honest mistake. He did it with no malice, uh, but he screwed up and you basically took advantage of a loophole. Um, but I would not overturn the deal that that's, that's the way that I would hit, but, but I would strongly, strongly suggest to that person because there's going to be a lot of, I mean, I don't know if they're friends in these leagues or their family members. There's a lot of ill will that comes from things like that. So I would, I, as the commissioner, I would step in, and strongly suggest that they overturn that and and have it go back and give that guy a warning of some kind. Maybe uh, take his ability to propose trades away for three, four weeks, something like that as a penalty of some kind. But I would hope that that cooler heads would prevail in that spot. So that's what I well, cooler heads didn't prevail. And the <laughs> okay. team part two is the team decided then, you know, screw it. I don't care. And I'm going to set the whole league on fire. He just traded off all of his good pieces to everybody else for nothing and decided to do that, which to me, that just elaborates my point, which is no, this owner's a, a, a loser. And the fact that he didn't monitor his own stuff tells you he's a loser and tells you he's somebody that you don't want to be playing with anyway, because if he's got enough time to evaluate the trade and send the trade out, you should look and say, okay, how good long is this good till? Oh, it's, good till x if you make it on saturday and it leaves over two days like you said you should have it ending before the game start because you know this is the nfl and things get hurt and this is a possibility for trades out there and it's not and you know how i feel about vetoing trades never ever ever should happen period ever if you think people are colluding kick them out of the league but all trades are in the eye of the beholder and we all know they all work out in wacky ways so part two is the guy lights the league on fire Sets all, you know, sends all his players to other things. And to me, I said, 
well, good. You just got rid of somebody who is going to be a problem in your leagues for years to come. That's not a bad thing. So I think to me, you rooted out the evil. Right, but we you rooted we still, out lazy we, and we, evil. We still, we still have missed a key point here. I think, mm-hmm. and maybe the overall key point is that Joe, is this a league with money or not? Like, what's it is. the deal? Okay, and, and if it's a league with money, you better know when you send a trade proposal how. No, good but it's- this guy, this guy, this guy, bur- how much money did this guy burn? I didn't guess how much, but it's this definitely. A, there's a there's cash involved. Let's put it that well, way. well, and and here is the 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 key now. Beyond that, did the guy pay for the league already? Well, I, I did not ask that. I assume so, that everybody I mean, pays for the league before they. See, I, that's why fan Joe, is would, good. What, Joe, would you assume that at this point that this guy was willing to light the league on uh, fire? I would. I would. I think I most would, people I, are paid up. Mind, I would. One. I would ask you to ask this person if he had paid for the league. I will follow up. I'm, and I will. I'm going to guess that he did not. I'll tell you what. You know what's fun is. That's why I like that whole fan track setup. You can't access your league until you pay the commissioner. Right, and you yeah. can pay right on the site. And that is one of the things that fan tracks does all. And I'm going to sound like an infomercial here, but it's true. It's one of the biggest problems of being the commission. You have to, you have to be like, a, you know, did you pay the money? Did you pay the money? You feel like that guy, like the, the guy, the big Lebowski, who's like, hey, dude, it's almost the 10th. Like you feel like, you know, you're right. like the rent collector and it sucks. It's not a fun job for anybody. But if you play on fan tracks, you set it up where everybody pays through the site. There's no VIG. Nobody takes any money off of it. Mm-hmm. And it all goes back and out automatically at the end when the season's over. What's better than that? And it takes away that pressure and that uh, there becomes a weirdness between people and, and friends and for family. Sure. We're like, hey, could you pay me the stupid $5 for the league or the stupid $50 or whatever it is? Right. It's frustrating. Yep. All right. Uh, talking college football, John Lobb, the gridiron scholar, joins us next. No controversy with him at all. Don't go away. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. With Thermospa's unique built-in thermal filtration system, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon. Call Thermospas today at 800-603-6422 for your free DVD videos and brochure. That's 800-603-6422. Call 800-603-6422 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, 
everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. It if it wasn't abundantly clear to people, I'm hoping they understand. The game is not going back to what it used to be ever. It's not going back after you get 6,100 plus home runs. Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred, things evolve. You can say what you want about this. I don't know that this is uh, evolved for the better, but it is evolved, and I don't see the game changing anytime soon, my friend. Weekday, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, channel 719. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. And welcome back. It's time to check in on a little college football. We always bring in the gridiron scholar, John Lobb, here on the show to talk a little DFS college football. You can find his work, of course, over at Fantrax, Joe Pizzapia, Craig Mish. And, John, thanks for coming on the show once again this week. How are you? I'm doing great. It has been a fantastic two weeks of college football. So many great games. And I'm looking forward to this weekend. All right, before we get into uh, the DFS, uh, you know what's what's funny to me, John, is that uh, last week we had that epic game with LSU and Texas, of course. The week before we had an epic game between Auburn and Oregon, and those were teams that were matched within the top 25. What gives this week, man? Kind of strange that no uh, two teams in the top 25 facing off against each other in week three of college. I don't ever recall seeing this before. Yeah, I wonder if it's just the way the teams are scheduling. I think they like those big television ratings early in the season, especially week one when there's no NFL on. And now there's a lot of matchups with major schools playing teams at the FCS level or maybe lower-level non-conference teams. It's almost looked like they're putting their warm-up games in week three this season for some reason. John, you know, I know it's only two weeks into the season, but uh, I know you've seen enough now that you can at least form an opinion on this. Who is the best team outside the top 10 right now that you think really could make a run to crack that top 10 and really be potentially a thorn in the side to some of those teams when they play them later on the year that are ranked ahead of them? I honestly believe if they can get their defense to be competitive, Washington State is 2-0, and and they're the 20th-ranked team in the nation. Now, we know they're going to score a ton of points in that air raid system that Mike Leach, you know, plays. However, all their defense has to do, if they can keep opponents between 26 and 30 points a game, Washington State can run the table in the Pac-12. Now, their biggest game is going to be against Washington, the Huskies. But I do like Washington State here. They could easily go 11-1 and or 12-0 and if things, you know, kind of fall their way on the schedule this year. 
We're talking to John Lobb, the Gridiron Scholar, and you could follow him, uh, of course, on Twitter at Gridiron, S-C-H-O-L-91. All right, let's get started with some action here. Give me one up and two down this week. Is that right, John? One up and two down? Sure, absolutely, my friend. So the first up is clearly the Maryland Terrapins at 2-0. and oh. They have just been an absolute joy to watch. They have blown people out by a combined score of 142 to 20. And I have watched a lot of the Terrapins because I have some players on my college fantasy football teams. And Coach Mike Lockley has done a tremendous job. Now, he had coached for three years under Nick Saban at, at Alabama, and he was actually their offensive coordinator last year. But two things have really helped the Maryland Terrapins other than just the better coaching. They brought in the transfer, Josh Jackson, from Virginia Tech. And Jackson is playing terrific football at seven, with a 7-1 touchdown-to-interception ratio. So he's really solidified the quarterback position. And if you go back the last couple of years, the Terrapins have had just nasty luck with injuries and incompetence at the quarterback position. So that's improved tremendously. And sophomore running back, Anthony McFarland, this young man is terrific. He has five touchdowns on already on only 23 touches. Loxley is scheming him so that he gets into space and he's taking advantage of him when he's one-on-one with linebackers or safeties. Great player. They travel the Temple this weekend. I think they're going to blow the doors off of the Owls. The Owls are good on defense, but I don't think they're going to be able to slow down this wide-open offense. They are seven-point favorites, and this is a great over-under at 66-and-a-half, and I think Maryland takes them down. I love this. John, is Craig be- – oh, sorry, go ahead. He's got yeah, two more. more. Two more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the first down is West Virginia. Oh, oh yeah. my God. What, what in the world, man? <laughs> <laughs> this is – hey, this is not a very good football team. Let's yeah. just say that. Yeah. I mean, new coach Neil Brown, he replaces Dana Holgerson, who went to the University of Houston. Now, they barely beat James Madison, 20-13. to 13. People, that is an FCS-level school. Then they went on the road to Missouri, and they just got absolutely taken to the woodshed, 38-7. to 7. Their quarterback, Austin Campbell, only 137 yards passing last week. Two interceptions, but he had a garbage time touchdown. And they have a non-existent running game. I'm actually shocked looking at this line. They host North Carolina State at home, and they're only six-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm absolutely blown away by this. I thought they were going to get destroyed. I thought they were going to be like, you know, nine-point dogs, ten-point dogs. So I love the Wolfpack there. And then what is happening with UCLA? Chip Kelly, he's Big getting no, yeah. you know, no production from his quarterback. He, he, they can't run the football. Granted, Joshua Kelly was injured the first week, but they still shouldn't be this bad running the game. So I really think the Bruins are down. I expected more out of Chip Kelly at, at UCLA this early in the season. Yeah, it's a real shame, uh, Joe. You know, I one of the bets that I made on the the live stream that Howard and I do, Howard Bender and I do on the college, 
was over six and a half wins. I thought that number was really low, and I thought that UCLA, worst case scenario, would split the first two games, but 0-2, that looks like a horrible decision. All right, Joe, take it away. Well, yeah, I was so worried there because I'm not used to John being negative. So we started to get negative on two downs. I just I couldn't handle it. And I started, wait, no, I have to stop him from talking. Uh, but as Craig was alluding to earlier, obviously the top five teams all have games where everybody's favored by at least 23 and a half or more. So which one is the biggest danger of these five of saying, you know, of in terms of covering these points? Because these are enormous numbers. Yes, they're all cookie matchups. But at the same time, is there one that you feel – a little worried about, or you think all of them will go on the over here in terms of covering the spread? You know, it's interesting because the one that I'd be most worried about, Alabama's 25-and-a-half over South Carolina on the road. Now, I don't think South Carolina's a great team, but they are one-and-one. You're talking about a team that can put some points on the board. They have a very nice receiver with Braylon Edwards. And, you know, Alabama tends to pull the dogs off if they're ahead in the third quarter. They're going to put their backup players in. They're going to play other players. So I could easily see South Carolina losing by 24 in this game, and you're looking at 25 and a half. So I'm a, I would not be betting on Alabama. Do I think Alabama is going to win? Absolutely. But I don't like spotting anyone on the road, you know, going on the road and giving up 25 and a half points, even the Crimson Tide. All right. I'm curious too, who's the upset you're looking for this week where you're thinking like we've seen, yeah, every week is college football. There's always the upset. We saw the one with Tennessee week one in your mind this week, who lines up as that potential one where maybe a team's getting overlooked or maybe just maybe a team has better talent than people realize. What does that look like this week? My favorite upset this week is I love Pittsburgh at Penn State. They're getting 17 and a half points. And Penn State, the over-under here is 53 and a half. In that low of an over-under, when I'm getting over 17 points, I love it. And I'll tell you why I like this even more. Penn State's not very good. They've had tremendous amount of turnover. But their schedule has been kind to them the first two weeks of the season. And what I like about Pittsburgh is they're going to play an, uh, um, a game where they're going to control the clock and they're going to pound the football. Pittsburgh can run the football and they can play defense. I believe that the Panthers, not only are they going to cover, I love the Panthers to go into Happy Valley and win this game outright. I wow. love them against the Nittany Lions. Outright? seven Getting 17, John? Absolutely. They're wow. going to control the clock. Let me tell you something, John. You put a little dough on that one, you won't have to teach for at least. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you will. Maybe you'll have to teach all of us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's uh let let's hit the waiver wire this week in uh in college football. I know a couple of running backs that are out there, John, out of nowhere. I know Kylan Hill's doing very well for Mississippi State. Charles Williams of UNLV also uh averaging 150 yards a game and four touchdowns, but uh, who do you got off the waiver wire this week uh, for those leagues where you can make moves in college? Yeah, last week we had mentioned Charles Williams on the show, on the segment, and he ended up with over another yeah. day with over 100 mm-hmm. yards. First, I'm going to go to a quarterback, John Wasenick out of Western Michigan. Look, he's been very good. 
it, in his career. Now, he got injured about week seven or eight last year, so he didn't play like the final month of the season. Last week, Western Michigan played a buzzsaw Michigan State. They just don't have the athletes to go up and play the Spartans, so they got whacked 51-17. to But now they come home to Georgia State, and this is an over-under of 69.5. The Broncos are 9.5-point favorites. I think Wassenick is going to put up easily over 25 points in this game. They're going to be they're going to enjoy playing the Panthers defense after the physicality of the Spartans last week. So I love him as a pickup. And then I'm going to Buffalo at Liberty. They have twins on this team. One plays linebacker, one plays running back. Jarrett Patterson, the running back, he's a sophomore. Now, Liberty is one of the worst-run defenses in the nation. They rank dead last at 130, giving up 299 yards a game, and they've surrendered 29.5 points per game. Now, the Bulls are six-point favorites on the road, and they're going to control the clock. So I like Jarrett Patterson and John Wisniewski to be picked up and inserted into your lineups this week. All right, well, there you go. Um, we got some college football underdogs. We got some sleepers for this week. We got the waiver wire. I think you pretty much covered it all, John. We can catch you work over at Fantrax. Tell people where they can see your rankings for the week. Sure, they're all available on Fantrax.com. We also have a podcast that you can listen to, CFF on campus, and everything's free. Go, go check out my stuff. I think you'll like it, everyone. All right, John, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. We'll catch up with you again next week. We'll dive in, okay? Thank you, gentlemen. Have a great day. All right, there it is, John Lobb, the uh, the gridiron scholar. Now, Joe, uh, what are your plans for Saturday? Do you have any big plans? Are you going to uh, catch? There, there aren't a lot of great college games this week. You may take a mulligan if you want one this week. I'm not seeing a, no, a lot. No, I, I don't want to take the mulligan. I'm, I'm still going to watch some, and okay. uh, I'm going to be dialed in because uh, basically I'm homebound. Because Sunday, I got to be up so early to get to the TV stuff at the Meadowlands. So Mm -hmm. it's an early night for Joey P. It's like nine o'clock. You know, you go upstairs, you, you know, get under the covers and you kind of nod off watching a little college football. But I'll be checking them out. I'm a little bummed because I've enjoyed the first two weeks. And this week, I feel like there's no game. It's like hot, you know, so doesn't appear that way. It doesn't appear that way. No. Um, yeah, Central Florida Stanford is probably the one game that I'm most curious Central about. Florida, because, Stanford, okay. Yeah, that may be one to check out. A team going that does they, these two teams never play each other. UCF is considered one of the best teams in the country that gets no respect, and Stanford is a quality program. So these two teams are both not ranked in the top 25, but that may be the best bet of the week in terms of a game. All right, uh, we got some exit velocity coming up next. Don't go away. More to come. Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger, and now my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400 and I've maintained my weight at 172, gained muscle and energy. 
I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea. Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad, and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call N-O-W. 800-804-7060. That's 800-804-7060. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. As we wrap up the first hour of the show, here's what you missed. Basically, Saturday, September 7th, there are two owners, right? Uh, Team A offered Antonio Brown. Uh, over to Team B, and for the, at that point in time, the healthy Tyreek Hill, right? So at this point in time, so we're talking about here's uh, Antonio Brown for Tyreek Hill. I just want out of the Antonio Brown business. If you think he's better, blah blah blah. But I believe it's an ESPN format, so you always have that. That you know, it's a it's good for forty eight hours or whatever it is. You know, those little like trade adjustments. This trade it will expire on this date, which you can adjust. And everybody knows okay. if you play on those sites, you can adjust those. And most sites yeah. don't even have the expiration; they just leave a trade out there. So, in all fairness, that's actually a good fall safe for these a fail safe. Excuse me for these things not having a problem. So basically, right. long and short of it is this: as soon as Tyree Kill gets hurt, this trade was still floating out there. Uh, the Tyree yeah. Kill owner goes and sees it and goes, eh, screw it. I'm just going to accept this Wait trade. a second. Huh? Wait a second. Wait a second here. Mm-hmm. There should never, ever be an option. Wait, you know what? I, I hate to jump the gun here on you. Okay. But but there should never be an option to have any trade floating during a game. That's insane. You but that's how, you know what? But that's how the, but every system set up like that. 
That's up to the owner. And we'll be right back with more fantasy sports today. Hour number two, if you're listening live or if you're listening on demand, this is FNTSY Radio, Craig Mish, Fantasy Sports Today.